The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. And welcome to a brand new episode of the Two Point Conversation Football Talk for Fans by Fans right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and alongside me, as per usual, for our current topics, discussions, and free agency frenzy, and that's soon to be the draft stuff starting next week. My favorite Buffalo Bills fan of the whole wide world, Mr. Brian Finch. Brian? Happy Tuesday to you. How are you? Fantastic. Slowly but surely, this pod cave of my own is coming together. The podcast Precinct South, as I nicknamed it. Yes. Um, Yeah, I got to put the final touches in here. And then uh, I can't wait to have some people over into my cave. Looking real good, dude. Looking real good. I'm proud of you. Cage them up and whatnot. What? What? I don't what huh? What do you use your case for? <laughs> uh playing video games. Smart man. Yeah. <laughs> That's way better than what I was leading to. <laughs> oh, yep. Trying to divert away from uh your your evil your evil plot. Uh I'm in a joyous mood, ladies, gentlemen, listeners. Maddie fucking ice. QB one for the Indianapolis Colts. I'm in a much better mood this week than I was on Saturday, than I was last week's episodes. We're like the 10th best team now in the AFC. I'm so hyped. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're honest- <laughs> not going 0 and 17. No, uh, it's uh, I, I was excited. I didn't know where this Colts quarterback search was going to go, but uh, earlier today it was announced. Uh, oh, excuse me. Monday, mm. uh, it was. <laughs> I gotta stop breaking the fourth wall. Uh, mm. we're only 700 and nearly 50 episodes into this thing. Um, that Matt Ryan, uh, was traded to the Indianapolis Colts in exchange for a third round pick. So, um, so lots, lots to digest there. The Colts, it's a win win, I think, for both teams. The Colts get a solid QB1 who could be the guy for the next two to three years at, at the very least. And uh, the Falcons begin their rebuild process. Falcons do. They do have to eat. Uh, they are eating $40 million of dead cap due to this move uh, away from Matt Ryan. But the Colts, uh, they, I think it's $24 million this year they pay, and I think it's up to $28 million next year. So Chris Ballard uh, getting a pretty solid deal. Uh, with the quarterback, but now they're really behind in some of the other positions. Have to have to admit, the Colts really got to get going on building a team that Matt Ryan can win with and win with now. The first player that popped in my head after the news broke is not a stretch at all. It's probably the most obvious. You having a need in the wide receiver room, a newly a recently released wide receiver who has all sorts of chemistry with Matt Ryan 
obviously we're talking about Julio Jones. Yeah. What do you think if Julio were to be brought in? I don't think he's looking for big money. I think he kind of knows where he's at in his career. That's the biggest thing for me right now is the money situation. Because the Colts, I mean, they they can, they're, what do they got left? I think they're sitting around 14, 15 million right now in cap space uh, for the season. And, but if they restructure certain deals, uh, they can get back into the 40s or pretty damn close to it. I don't mind a Julio signing. I know he was kind of a bust last year with in, in uh, a regretful trade on the part of the Tennessee Titans, but give him a prove it type deal. Give him a, you know, a, a one year prove it deal with, you know, with, with, with a max value based on performance. I think that would be really, really nice. It helps make, uh, it helps make Matt Ryan's transition to Indianapolis much more comfortable with somebody he's familiar with. I know he wasn't really stoked about Julio getting traded away, but everybody kind of seen the writing on the wall there. I don't hate it. All right. I mean, obviously I'd like to go in a younger direction in that position, but when you're talking about veteran leadership and stuff and such, and the chemistry factor there, Julio for the right amount of money is I, I would, I would say yes to. So Julio, Michael Pittman, T.Y., uh, T.Y. is a free right now. We got to figure that out. Right now, their wide receiver room is pretty thin. Uh, Zach Pascal, who was their wide receiver, too, for the last several years, he just signed with Philadelphia today or Monday. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> and so right now it's it's Pittman and I believe Ashton Doolin and maybe one or two others. So, um, but yeah, there is excitement, reason to be excited in Indianapolis right now. They have a you know, the, the thing, the, the only issue really is, is the, uh, the short termness. They still got to find a long-term answer at QB, but you know, this could be, and people will like love to, you know, rattle Matt, Matty ice. I'm going to save that discussion for another point when we get back to the film room, um, you know, maybe, in a, you know, after the draft, we'll probably start hitting that at that area. Um, but people love the rag on Matty Ice. And, you know, a lot of the issues that, and the reason why we started the film room was because we don't want, you know, we know that these issues are not solely on the quarterbacks, despite them being the face of the team. It's a lot of other issues. If you actually sit back, I'll say it simply right now. If you sit back and you watch football games, like look at it from an unbiased, very open-minded perspective. You'll see that a lot of the Falcons issues did not stem from Matt Ryan, including that 28 to three uh, Super Bowl, uh, you know, comeback for the Patriots. You would see that. So yeah, Matt, Matt Ryan scored those 28 points. Yeah. Like in, got in there. Most, most games that's, that should be enough to get you over the top. Yeah. And it's a good benchmark to get to as an offense. And it's a good benchmark to have for what not to allow as a defense. Just, just don't let them score more than four touchdowns. Not that hard. No, especially in a half of football. <laughs> it's it's really not. There are a lot of factors that came into that, but yes, it is nice for Matt Ryan. Uh, he, you know that Falcons have been dwindling for a while. He's going into a team with, you know, several missing pieces, undoubtedly so, but several really really good pieces. This is going to be the best offensive line that he's worked in. Uh, you know, uh, went under center for for over many years. His best running back um, that he's ever had. All right. Uh, wide receiver room, that's obviously not even close to <laughs> to being comparable to his time in Atlanta, but also his best defense that he's probably had in four or five years. Um, 
maybe even beyond that. So uh, it's a really fun squad. A lot of optimism now in my eyes, and a lot of it was kind of nice. Colt fans still a little split on the decision, but uh, overall, I am elated. Um, I can't wait to buy his jersey, man. Can't wait to buy his jersey. Or I could just tape over my Wentz one. I'm really close to <laughs> and really close to just doing that. But uh, but yeah, yes. you you were talking about saving as a memento. Um, I would say you 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 want to wipe this one away. <laughs> I do, but I don't. You know, I love obscure jerseys. You've been in the studio. You've been in the podcast pretty. Yeah, but he's not a fun obscure. <laughs> he's a he's a disappointing. I obscure. have a Trent, brother. I have a Trent Edwards jersey. Okay, it's. Was that is that a fun obscurity? Yeah, that's fun, dude. You talking about like one of the most embarrassing quarterbacks Ebron to ever jersey. license? I have an Eric Ebron and Jacoby Brissett jersey. All right, hey, don't rag on my man Jacoby. You know I'm a big fan. I like Jacoby, but yeah, that's what that was going to be the Bills' Plan B before he got signed to another team. I thought it's like he can step in. That dude's a nice does fit. Enough. What a nice fit. He will um, go down as one of my favorite. Uh, college early early college draft crushes that I was following, and it's a one highlight. He's playing. He, so he played for NC State. They're playing Florida State. He rolls to the right. He literally shakes and jukes and breaks like three tackles just to throw it to the back corner of the end, end zone where only his dude can catch it. And I said, "That's all I need to see. He can do that." then he can stay in the league. That's right. at the t- at the time that was just bare minimum. I was looking for a quarterback that the Bills could find their way to because we we're in quarterback purgatory like so many teams that we'll talk about today. Um and I was like just find a guy in the second day, maybe the third day that can come in, lace him up and he's not an embarrassment. And Jacoby's right. not an embarrassment. No, I I did like the Jacoby run. Um I knew he wasn't going to be a long-term answer. Yeah, obviously, but he his year was fun. He was actually doing really good, and the Colts were in a good spot until he, I think, tore his M- MCL, um, and he played the rest of the season banged up, and it was just all downhill from there. So he, he is one of the toughest SOBs for sure. I agree. I agree. Yes, he. Uh, I don't know if we get to talk about it. he. Yeah, he is in Cleveland right now, backing up Deshaun Watson. Of course, prepped for uh, for an almost seemingly an, a, inevitable suspension um which we're all anticipating um some other quarterback moves that were made this weekend case keenum was traded to the buffalo bills i'm surprised they got three quarterbacks right now maybe even four uh the bills traded for case keenum all right uh seventh round pick not too much capital given up obviously i think they had an extra seventh rounder um i believe you stated yep so um so they got case keenum they signed matt barkley uh, yep. today slash Monday. Woo. So they got a, <laughs> they got a decent, <laughs> they got a decent quarterback room right now. Um, filling in the gap in Atlanta, not maybe an hour or so after the Matty ice uh, trade was finalized. The Falcons signed Marcus Mariota to a two-year deal. Um, yeah. He, which is actually, I think is a good move for Atlanta yeah. and for Marcus Mariota. He is return returning um, to head coach, Arthur Smith, who was his offensive coordinator through, uh, I don't know the entire time, but most of his time, at least in Tennessee. So that's uh, that, that's that's a good trend. When healthy, Mariota is not bad. Yeah. I didn't want him, but I think the fit is good for for where Atlanta is right now. Mm-hmm. You can almost guarantee that Matty Ice doesn't get traded if they don't have a 
tentative deal in place for Marcus Mariota because they had to have a stopgap. You know, they know where they are. Kudos to them for finally biting the bullet um, 100% here. I thought they were going to do it last year, but, you know, finally admitting like, all right, we had our time. Our time in the sun is over. It's, t- it's, it's time for us to rebuild. And, you know, getting a third round pick from the Colts, you'll, you'll get a valuable, you know, player. If you hit right, if you're, if you do a good job here, you'll have a guy that's on your roster for the next four or five years. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, so that's that. Um, Jameis Winston resigned by the New Orleans Saints. That was a given. That seemed like a given, at least. That was a, yeah. I think they were waiting for the Deshaun Watson domino to fall. And then if they got him, great. If not, come back, Jameis. He gets two years, $28 million, I believe, is the te- is the uh, the price for him. And I think it's fair, honestly, before his ACL injury, um, you know, last year. Uh, was it ACL or Achilles? Uh, I believe it's ACL. I always get them mixed up. You're always there to correct me, usually. Um, I know my ACLs. You do. Yes, you do. Um, you know, he had a really outstanding season. I think it was like 14 touchdowns to three INTs or some kind of crazy number like that. Yeah. He went all right for himself. So it just, the, the move just makes sense. Um, and what else happened? Oh man, you've been, you've been following up on this urban Meyer stuff. A little bit, a little <laughs> bit. He's making me look real bad right now. <laughs> when I, when I said, there's one thing I know about urban Meyer is that dude stays dialed in. Yeah, about that. <laughs> hey, we all got to eat crow at some point, my man. Listen, all right. So for those who don't know what's going on with Urban Meyer, uh, The Athletic posted a scathing article about him today, and the memes have been tremendous that have come from it. So an anonymous Jacksonville Jaguars player, as well as I think DJ Chark chimed in some stuff too. Miles um, Jack. <laughs> probably. Um <laughs> I, I know we all were had our you know doubts about Urban Meyer. You know he, we all thought he was kind of a piece of shit when he kicked the kicker. <laughs> but uh, Urban Meyer was quoted as saying, "Who's this ninety nine guy on the Rams? He looks like he could give us some trouble." <laughs> and he was being completely serious. Like this is like the the players. He had no idea who Aaron Donald was. Insane. It's insane. It's it's hard to believe that a guy that went to so many different collegiate programs and every time he's put his fingers on it, they won. Like, dude literally started, I think, in UMass, and they won. And then he went out to Utah, and they won. And then he went to Florida, and they won national championships. And then he went to Ohio State, and, yeah, they won more national championships. So he clearly knows something about yeah. coaching. Apparently, though... Once he got to a certain age, or at least just when he signed his name on the dotted line to be an NFL uh, head coach, he decided he just wanted to mail everything in. Everything was just eh, half-assed this, half-assed that. I got there. I know know 60% of the opposing team's roster. Oh, great. But you don't know the most important one. Cool. I know, I know. But the memes have been tremendous. If you're on Twitter, it's not hard to look up. This guy by the name of... Kevin Clark, you can at him by Kevin Clark. He has been a meme master today. There's all sorts of pictures of, of Urban Meyer making the most ridiculous faces. There's one where he's like keeled over and everybody's like checking on him. And, and the, the caption is Urban taking NFL job than seeing Patrick Mahomes play for the first time. 
<laughs> and then there's another one where he's making this face where his eyes are closed. He's he's looking down. He looks stressed out. And it says Urban at Trivia Night when the question is to name any active NFL player. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been so good. So good. The, the one thing that I read uh, that was like, wait, what? Was when they brought John Brown in. They brought John Brown in who... You know, if you know anything about the NFL, this dude has been on some phenomenal teams. Yeah. You know, most recently his success with the Bills, but before that with the Cardinals, like he's not just a guy. He was one of the best wide receivers most years in the league, a top 10 wide receiver most of his career. So they bring him in. First off, you know who you're bringing in, right? You you look at the paperwork, don't you? Like this is John Brown. This is what our pro scout says. Uh, th- this this is what our assistant GM says. Here's what the GM says. Okay, cool. All right, eh, whatever. They're running routes, and and John Brown and Trevor Lawrence are trying to get down their chemistry, try to get down this one route. So they rerun it at the practice, and then Urban Meyer says, and I quote, "You got to slow it down for these Southern guys, Trevor." Trevor Lawrence is a Southern guy. <laughs> I've never you, met, I, I mean, I obviously haven't met him, but Urban Meyer seems so disconnected to reality. He he exists in his own cloud of ego. That's that's what it has to be. He's he's just got this bravado that, eh, I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. You, Rex Ryan was very similar with the Bills. Very yeah. similar. Where he came in with all the name recognition. Everyone knows Rex Ryan gets his car painted like a jackass with a giant Bills logo on it. Oh, man. When he was Does back anyone up, even when he floored it, when he burned it out of the Bills parking lot, everybody <laughs> had cameras ready, and he's like, and he just he floored it out of, the, out of one Bills drive. Uh, when, when he got let go? <laughs> yeah, when he got let go. That's phenomenal. Uh, yeah, I, I saw it up close and personal because he came in to my former employer and wanted to purchase some arcade games. And I was like, hey, it's Rex Ryan's truck. <laughs> but, I mean, Rex Ryan was known as the guy that would show up, one of the last persons in the building, one of the first people to leave. Like, right. you can't do that as a head coach. No. It's a shitty job, guys. <laughs> you, none of us really want to be a head coach of the NFL. Like, that job sucks, man, with the hours. Holy crap. Yeah. The money, probably what maybe worth it. But yeah, uh, the, you get the, the work when and you're time in your seventies. I know the the work <laughs> and money involved in it. Oh boy, or the work and just time involved is absolutely insane. Yep. But um, that's our little news roundup for the day. I don't think there's anything else unless there's something you want to add. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's let's go on to the meat and potatoes of this episode. Uh, so obviously we're in the middle of week. Of free agency or the legal tampering period or yeah. the, the new whatever we're a week into the new NFL season practically so we wanted to run through you know obviously we kind of know some of the major signings and whatnot we want to kind of run through each and every single team all 32 as quickly and reasonably as we can uh and and discuss and say what position that we think they need to address uh, the most is the most important for them to have some kind of continued some kind of success this upcoming season. We all know that, the, you know, we get it. There's more than just one position on any, any team, but um, you know, there is, you know, one, if you can lock it down and get it right, then it could be a big time difference maker. Yeah. So 
Uh, we're going to run through in like we did two weeks ago. We're going to run draft through. order. Yeah, we're going to go in draft order. And then obviously the non-draft, um, the non-draft people. So, all right. So let's start off with those Jacksonville Jaguars. All right. They've had a pretty solid off season so far. Uh, spent a lot of money, but they've had, uh, they got some decent talent. Their biggest acquisitions, Christian Kirk, Brandon Scherf, uh, Foyasad, Alukan. I still can't say it right. Foley Fadukasi. Uh, Darius Williams at cornerback, Zay Jones, and Devin Ingram. Um, All right, Brian, what do you think is their most important position that they need at this point? Uh, I am using my trusted website of the Draft Network for this, and they still have Edge as their number one need. Uh, Uh, it's It's a weird thing to think about because they do have Josh Allen on one side, the other Josh Allen. Yes. The Josh Allen. He until we beat him again, he's I'll let him be the Josh Allen. Ours can just <laughs> be uh JA17. Uh, uh they have them listed at edge and I wonder if it's because of if we're thinking about looking forward to yeah, there's free agents that you can sign, but really a lot of teams focus for the next couple of weeks is compiling their draft board and figuring out where these positions all shake up and where they all fall. Uh, so edges at the top. So that might be why draft network is telling me they think that edge makes the most sense for the need plus the position. Uh, the other position that I do 100% believe they need is safety. Okay. Safety will not be able to be addressed sufficiently in the free agency but they could get a home run if they want to, they could take, um, they could take this kid out of Notre Dame with the first pick and everyone would go, what? But at the same time, I will, I'll just pound the table that he's literally the one of the most athletically gifted safeties to come out in the league in a long time, because he's not just an in the box safety. He can, he can rove like he, he can go sideline to sideline and, you know, a la Ed Reed, a la Troy Pualamalu, a la whoever you want to list is the best one right now. So a Micah Hyde, like Micah Hyde's asked to do that stuff for the Bills. So that that's where I'm falling right now. But I will say the biggest need because of what we saw with the Jaguars last year, it's not really the defense that I'm worried about. It's still how do they score points? Right. So I, I would say they still need to look at wide receiver, um, you know, addressing the offensive line again. You know, Evan Neal, the uh, offensive tackle from Alabama, might be the guy that's the number one overall pick, and it would make a ton of sense. I feel like they're gonna go Aiden Hutchinson um, in the draft. Hey, hey we're gonna we're gonna mock it next week, or that's that's what I'm thinking for draft coverage as we do our first mock. Get out of the way. I think they're going to get that edge rusher need, so I'm not super worried about that for them. Um, so they'll be pretty balanced on both sides. I, I'm not super familiar with, you know, Hutchinson. I'm kind of out of touch with college. I've always have been, especially this year. You're familiar with Aiden Hutchinson, though, um, and, you know, being a Michigan guy. But um, for me, I think they're big, one of their biggest needs. Once they get that edge, their defense is in, is in relatively good shape. I know that that would – they overpaid for certain players, but I think their defense is a, is not too shabby. What I'm most concerned about for this Jacksonville team is keeping Trevor Lawrence upright. Their offensive yeah. line is something that can use a little bit of work. Um, for me, it's 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 you know their offensive tackles or somebody you know somebody at center. 
but regardless, you got to improve that offensive line. It, it's, I know that, you know, the human side of me, let's start off with this. The fan side of me wants to see Trevor Lawrence get put on his ass every single time uh, watch him play. But the human side of me, the guy who watched, you know, Andrew Luck and now and Deshaun Watson and now Joe Burrow just getting their shit rocked night, week in, week out. You got to protect your guy. Give him time to think. He's a young quarterback. This game is played at a much uh, more intense. I'm not going to say necessarily faster because a lot of people, a lot of players have said it's a little bit slower than the National Football League. Uh, but these guys are faster, right? These guys are peak performing athletes. Got to give Trevor Lawrence time to think and, and, and make stuff happen. Yeah. No, I, I agree 100%. They are in a unique position in the fact that the number one, having the number one pick, uh, normally a lot of times ends up being a quarterback, right? Trevor Lawrence was number one. Joe Burrow was number one. Like right. we can go on and on about number one picks overall. Um, they have a very quarterback needy team directly behind them in, in Detroit. So it wouldn't surprise me where th- I, I would, I almost like argue for them to do it. Try and entice the giants to jump Detroit. Like, yeah, you, you got Mitch. Or not Mitch. Um, yeah, you got Daniel Jones. <laughs> um, you know, you didn't tie Rob back in the blah, blah. Um, you need a quarterback. You're going to take one this draft. Everybody knows it. I think the Lions are. I don't know. I, it, they they probably should. I, I think, saw, I I saw mean, a mock where someone draft, gave him Malik Willis. Maybe in this draft, but I don't think where they're drafting at number two. I don't. I think that's a, right now. I feel like that's an over. I mean, Again, that's me, but I feel like it might be an over drafting. It's yeah, oh, you're an right. overvalue. You are you're right. As far as the grades go, I guarantee you that very few teams, if any, have a top five or top ten grade on any of these quarterbacks. But but that doesn't that's that's not what drives these picks for these quarterbacks. You know, it very rarely happens that like EJ Manuel was selected nineteenth overall, I believe there's not a chance in hell that they actually had a round one grade on him, but they knew they wanted a quarterback and that's the one they thought was the best out of all of them. It happens all the time. So I would love for Detroit to be smart and not take a quarterback and wait. But if I'm Jacksonville, you you got to push that rumor mill big time, man. Like, yeah. oh, man, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of quarterback talk from Detroit. New York better get on this. And New York's and New York's got multiple picks. New York's got three first-round picks. Yeah. Like, they're loaded. So, for them to move up from fifth to first really wouldn't take that much. That's the only reason I bring up specifically that. Okay. I can dig that. Yeah. I can get behind that. Um, yeah, the Lions have been pretty quiet this, uh, this off season. I'm not going to lie. Uh, free and see, they've re-signed a lot of guys or a few guys. I think some defensive players, their biggest acquisition this year so far has been DJ Chark, which I think was an awesome signing, a guy that I wanted in Indianapolis. The only big player that they lost was Trey flowers. I think this team is trending up a little bit upwards. I I like where they're at and uh, it's so hard. I mean, I feel like, I mean, are they, they're not really fine at running back. There's still a lot of holes on this team where it's hard to pick like their biggest need. Like I said, I think they can get away with a year for with Jared Goff. I think they can get an extra year out with, uh, with Jared Goff. 
being okay with quarterback not being a high priority. But uh, for me, I think that I think their wide receiver room is okay after the chart. You got Amon Ross St. Brown, which is fun, which is that dude blew up last year. Him and Jared Goff's connection is great. Um, you're good with Hawkinson. You know, you got a one, two, you know, three punch essentially right now with Chark, St. Brown and, and Hawkinson. It's not too shabby. Yeah. You know, if they can find a, a way to get a solid running back, which is something that they lack, that's fine. But I think right now, I think you got to keep building up that defense. I think I'm not sure really where at for the Lions because there's multiple spots. They need it in defensive back. They need it in pass rush and both linebackers and, and like D tackles. But uh, it, I, I'm kind of in any of those positions right now. I really feel like the Lions, you know, defensively, I think is something that they need defensively. I felt hurt them the most last year where I felt like I know it's Jared Goff and the Lions offense, but the Lions offense was fun and exciting last year. The defense is what put them in a lot of bad, sticky situations where the offense had to work a little bit harder. So I feel like if you could bolster that up and, and get it to a point where oh, maybe Jared Goff doesn't have to do as much, right? Yeah. I think you put yourself in a much more manageable position. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they'll swing big in the first round of the second pick and take a skill position player for offense because it just doesn't line up. Uh, using that, that second pick to meet, meet up with their needs. And you can say, Matt, and I'm sure we kind of just talked about this in a way that the, almost any, any position you name, they can hopefully upgrade with their first pick in the draft. You know, you, you take a wide receiver that should hopefully should be an upgrade at the position com- compared to who you already have on the roster, a safety, same thing, uh, linebacker, same thing. Like they are very talent deprived them and Atlanta are the glaring. Just, they need more <laughs> players. They just got to keep drafting here. And I, I love it. I love not wasting money on these free agents because free agency does a good job of taking over the top. Free agency rarely is a good base. It's very rarely a good base, good core of what your team is all about. Right. And Campbell did a phenomenal job of establishing the culture. So I would say their biggest need is on the defensive line. It will be a pass rusher. I would I would put, you know what? After this show, I may download an app and I will put money on it. I will put Vegas betting odds money on what, position i believe they will take it's actually one specific player you already said it aiden hutchinson has has been born to be a detroit lion especially for this coach okay he's exactly what they need if i mean hey if he doesn't get picked first overall i think that he's a he's a shoe in for he's definitely a shoe in for second he's top he's top two and if he falls anything more than that then people are then we got a a draft day movie situation where there's something else wrong with them um All right, so that's the Lions. Up next uh, are Houston Texans, the wonderful Houston Texans. So far this offseason, they've lost Justin Reed, Jacob Martin, Terod Taylor, Terrence Mitchell, and A.J. Moore. So a lot of defensive back pieces. They have gained A.J. Cannon at offensive guard, uh, Dare Ogunbowale at running back, Kyle Allen and cornerback M.J. Stewart and running back Rice Freeman. This is another team who you really can't go wrong. It's hard to truly pinpoint 
where their biggest need is. Um, I mean, obviously they lost a lot of defensive pieces. Yeah. Um, some core defensive pieces that, you know, definitely need to be replaced. I would say secondary, but I also really want to see what this, with uh, what Davis Mills can do. I know I'm an offensive minded guy. Offense is fun. It's, you know, fancy football. It's offense is fun. I really want to see what this team could do. What, what, what Davis Mills upside is when you put an offense around him. I like him a lot more than other people. We've talked about that. Um, I'd like to see a little bit more in the wide receiver room. I think that might be that's that's where I'm going first. I would agree that that is their biggest need because it's Brandon Cooks and then who else? Nico Collins, maybe. Hey, hey, shout out Michigan. What up? <laughs> is <laughs> he, it Nico did, Collins? It might be. Yeah, he, they do. Yep, they do. Um, good poll, by the way. He was kind of a late pick. He was injured going into the draft, so slipped. Okay. Uh, I, I think, once again, their defense has holes all over the place in the secondary, uh, in the linebackers core, uh, on the defensive line. Biggest need right now? I mean, it, it, it's it's going to be edge rusher um, because a lot of teams could upgrade at edge rusher. Yeah. But I also think their corner, but like, just because you get a good pass rusher doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to win that many more games because if your cornerbacks are that bad, and I do think their cornerbacks at times can be that bad. Um, so they could be the first team to take a cornerback, first team to take, or a second team to take an edge. It's kind of how the way I'm looking at this. If tackle goes first in the draft, I bet their neat biggest need um stays edge and they just take the edge but i mean they could easily pivot to there's a good cornerback class too so yeah I'd, defense 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 first and foremost for me just because the wide receiver while it's a big need i think they can wait i think they can wait and get a good guy uh day two okay that's fair that's fair we're kind of talking out of mock draft i just realized i know it, well it's kind of nice because we, we are a little bit it's it's kind of like a transitional episode where we, yeah we're still talking about their needs there's still free agents out there but um we are starting to get in draft season too or like a, what a month away yeah. just about. when you get to these free agents though it's so tough because a lot of them won't sign because why would they sign now and have to show up for any sort of camp or anything like that like if you're a vet like wait as long as you can I'm like i'll see you in june guys <laughs> yeah pretty much um all right we're going to uh, New York for the next two with our Jets. Uh, players acquired Lakin Tomlinson at offensive guard, which I thought was a pretty decent signing. Safety DJ Reed. They signed two tight ends, CJ Azuma and tight end Tyler Conklin. Off uh, Outside linebacker Jacob Martin and safety Jordan Whitehead. Uh, as far as the Jets go, I thought they had a decent wide receiver room last year. Decent, decent. As far as name value goes, Um I don't <laughs> let's start off with you. Where do you think that they need to address the most? Because I have no clue. I it's no still clue. the offensive line. It is okay. Yeah, That's it's still thinking. the offensive line. Um, as well as a uh an impactful cornerback would be nice. A guy that you're scared of would be nice for them. They don't have anyone like that. They have guys that can step up from time to time, but there's not a single guy that 
helps you take away a half of a field. You know, they, they've had some good ones down the stretch. You know, remember Darrell Rivas back in the day, Yes. you know, just shut off an entire set of field. Like don't, don't even bother looking over there because that's, that's not a, that's not an option right now. Um, I, I, I do like the signing of um, the uh, Lake and Tomlinson. That's a great, great signing. I would double down on that though, because your right side is not complete. Like you'll probably drop Lakin in at left guard to pair up with um the he's this third year player left tackle, which I can't once again there goes my brain. I can't I can't think I can't I'll think of it, but I, not right now. Uh, they're all set at the left side. The right side of the line still needs work. It's in the center, in my opinion, kind of too. Could probably use an upgrade. So that's the biggest need is figuring out a way to um, keep keep uh, Wilson on his feet for as long as he can because I don't think you're going to be able to coach him out of his play style. I think you need to embrace his play style, which is – elongated plays a lot of passes um deep in the down you know meaning you know sitting back there for three seconds if not more really letting a deep pass you know develop down the field or roll out and create something like that that's that's his offense that's the way he plays i don't see them trying to get him to get the ball out of his hands any sooner um so i i would say they might be the first team to take a wide receiver, but it also wouldn't surprise me if they play it safe and just take the best tackle. And there's a damn good one. Um, uh, Ekwenu. Ekem Ekwenu. He's a NC State product. Okay. Yeah, I agree with the offensive line. That has long been a position where we're concerned about for the for the Jets, right? They had trouble keeping Sam Darnold upright. Uh, they've had trouble for a long time with, the, with having a def, uh, a nice offensive line. So I'm okay in the offensive line category. However, you know, I mean, it goes back to the debate last year that we had, that everybody had in the Super Bowl, not last year, but just a few months ago in the Super Bowl, uh, Jamar Chase, or I, I don't even know why this is debate, but people were bringing it up. It was interesting having a solid offensive lineman or having a solid wide receiver one. Obviously, Jamar Chase was the right choice, but in that critical moment, it's like, oh, man, maybe a a decent offensive lineman would have been great. Uh, Zach Wilson does not have a true wide receiver one to work with. We liked their chemistry with Corey Davis. It just, it just, you know. He's never on the field. He's never on the field. He's never on the field. No, there's, there's there's a lot of issues, but I think keeping... Zach Wills, I think the most important thing you could do for a rookie quarterback is keep them upright and give them time to think and make decisions. All right. That, 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 to me, that's the most important thing. So uh, the thing that bothers me too with the Jets is that they've invested a lot of draft capital in their offensive line over the last several years, draft capital, free agency, signing guys. And, you know, it really hasn't, we're, the, the Jets are still having this issue with, with keeping their quarterback upright. So, I mean, are they just bad at drafting offensive linemen? Yeah, probably. Well, uh, it, it also doesn't help when you're, when Sam Darnold, you know, became the player at, at the end of his stint there in the jets, which he would stare down a barrel and just hold on and hold on and hold on and not know what to do. And he would just freak out and panic and, he wouldn't have a good decision in his mind. He would be like, uh, and then he's sacked. 
<laughs> or uh, then he throws it away or uh, then it's intercepted. You know, it rarely does it. Did, did he show confidence in the position? So I still think Zach Wilson has plenty of confidence. He made pretty good strides down the stretch. You know, the last part of the season started to come together a little bit for him. Not, not exciting, but enough for like, all right, well, he's not a bust yet. <laughs> so yeah, no, no. They could easily be the first team to take, you know, the the first wide receiver. You know, you got Jameson Williams from um Alabama, who is coming off of an injury. You got Garrett Wilson from Ohio State. They're both kind of similar players, which are take the top off kind of guys. Um, I mean, I I I would love Tyler Lindebaum there. Put a stalwart in the middle of that line at center, who's just a a bully. One hundred. That's the guy I was trying to think of the other day when I called them uh, uh, lining lining kugels. Lining Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, his name is Linderbaum. Linderbaum. Okay. Linderbaum. All right. So yeah, that's that's our status report on the Jets. I the guess Jets are going to be a mess for a while, man. They just yeah. are. I just don't want to see their head coach take the blunt, the brunt of it. Cause I think he's actually a really good head coach. Very pat. I think he's a pretty passionate dude. Um, next up the giants. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. Biggest player acquisitions they've done. Uh, they got two offensive guards, Mark Lewinsky from the Colts and John Feliciano of the Buffalo bills. They've acquired a quarterback Tarod Taylor as a backup to Daniel Jones. And they have uh, tight end Ricky seals Jones, uh, of course, maybe filling in for Evan Ingram. I don't see how he could do much worse. And don't please don't bring up the fact that Evan Ingram is a pro bowler. Please, I'm not buying it. It's bullshit. Uh, yeah, the Giants. So where do we start with the Giants? I, I, if I think I think to me it's it's quarterback. I know it's not listed on a lot of these things, but dude, Daniel Jones ain't it, man. That we we seen him. They've they've spent a lot of money on on free agents. It, the Daniel Jones experiment has to come to a close. Like it, it's, I can't believe it's going into this year. I really can't. I don't know. Yes. Quarterback is a need, but what I will say about this draft, which is the same thing I felt, I felt about Daniel Jones when he was coming out. There's, the quarterbacks that they could take minus Malik Willis, which is Ryan and I's heartthrob, you know, the, the one that the poster that I want to hang in my wall, he's the, he's the exciting one that I'll, I'll die in a hill for that. I think Malik Malik Willis could be an exciting player in this league for a long time. A la Lamar Jackson, a la Michael Vick, a guy that literally challenges every part of the field at all times outside of him. They're all kind of boring. They're all kind of meh. Like Kyle Pickett, okay, I get it. You know, he's he's stable. He's steady. He's reliable. Great. That That's what we thought Daniel Jones was going to be. Right. The guy that doesn't kill you most of the time, does enough on the field that keeps you matriculated as the old Chiefs ball coach would say, keep matriculating the ball, boys. And that's a lot of times what a quarterback's got to do. You you facilitate. That's what you do. You take care of your teammates. You feed them the ball, let them go make the plays. You're you're just the guy that gets them the ball. 
so that's what this draft kind of is to me. A lot of guys like that. So in my opinion, while yes, they need a quarterback because you have nothing if you don't have a quarterback and they don't really have one now in Daniel Jones. I just don't see them upgrading right away. Like I think Malik Wells might, might take a little bit. Right. Or maybe not. It, it depends how, you know, good the head coaching staff is at mitigating his. It is a, yeah. There's a new head coaching curve. staff too, right? It is a new head coach. They, they got um, Brian Dable. Duh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, so he's gonna he's he's gonna try and bring in some of the stuff that he did with Josh. But I mean, Dana Jones is athletic, so it wouldn't surprise me he too much. Play, he part of me. Yeah, he has a, he has a play style kind of similar to 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 Josh Allen, just not nearly as effective. Yeah, Running Josh, gun. He's just not even close to being. He's Josh, Josh Allen. Allen on a diet. <laughs> that's, that's what he is. He's diet Josh Allen. He's so. <laughs> If you ever watch Family Guy, yeah, okay, he's he's bitch Josh Allen. Mm. Hey, mm-hmm. Josh, mm-hmm. what are we doing today? <laughs> 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 or what? They had bitch Stewie. They had bitch Brian. He's sure. bitch Josh Allen, and uh, it's just not it's not the same. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, they can use a lot more, you know, just reasons to be excited, but. <sighs> yeah, I think I don't think anything is going to change for the Giants until they figure out the QB. Yeah, that's that's my biggest thing. I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, the other one that I, I would say offensive line. Yeah, they need help there. They sure do. I, I think they, like I said, I think they made some nice grabs. Um, all right, moving on. Carolina, the Panthers. They lost Hassan Reddick and Daquan Jones. Their biggest player acquisitions: Austin Corbett. At offensive guard, safety Xavier Woods, Rashard Higgins at wide receiver, uh, and also Brandon Zilstra. I don't know who that is, but uh, they also re-signed. They gave uh, DJ Moore a nice little extension for, I think, three, four years, something like that. Pretty hefty. Mm-hmm. He deserves it. He's hit 1,000-plus yards every single season. Um, but this team needs a quarterback who could throw <laughs> DJ Moore the ball. That's it. Uh you know, it's, it's hard, but I mean, they were in the running for Deshaun Watson. They're in the market for, I think right now, if Baker Mayfield is going to get moved, it's kind of, it, I think Carolina or Seattle is where it's at. And uh, yeah, uh, Carolina has got to be up there in the running. It, it's, it's, it's been bad down there since Cam fell off a cliff. Uh, essentially it's been really, really bad down there. Oh yeah. The quarterback is, this is the one that's like, I don't care what else you do because your defense isn't that bad. Your skill positions are pretty good. Your offensive line is you can work with it. It's not, it's not great, but you can work with it. Yeah. It's quarterback big time. And so let's say this, let's say they do bring in Baker. All right. They're going to have to trade for him. Right. You're telling me now you've invested trades for Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. And just by, law facts here right can't deny it one of those quarterbacks will have to beat up the other which means that you traded picks for the guy that is going to be the backup meaningful picks it's just not going to feel good as a as a panther fan it there's there's no happy ending right now for the the panthers no i i think you're looking at a really bad year 
Yeah, I think so too. And to Shane, because right, we 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 liked uh, we like Matt Rule. Like, we think he's an all right head coach. Uh, wasn't a, necessarily a fan of the way that he got rid of. Uh, oh God, your new quarterbacks coach, Joe Brady. Joe Brady, that's right. Uh, not a not a big fan of that. Not a lot. Not a lot of that falls on his shoulders. But they're in a they're in, they're in a team with with people to trade with and they need to rebuild like they haven't openly had a rebuild i don't know what they're trying to do you know i i, I don't know where christian mccaffrey stands in the eyes of a lot of people all right I, I one of the most talented running backs pass catching running backs however this has been his ability to stay on the field i think they can get some necessary draft capital to maybe make something happen if they were to trade him away i know i'm sure a lot of panthers fans don't like the uh don't like the sound of that, but he might aside outside of DJ Moore, who you just extended, he might be the most valuable piece to try and try and get somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So and so it's it's quarterback by a mile, then I guess in second and third, your mixed match offensive line or wide receiver. Because really after after it's Moore, offense. there's there's nobody really impactful at, at the wider wide receiver position. Oh, that's not true. They have the what's his name from the the Jets. Uh, I think a, he's a, is he a free? I don't think so. Robbie Anderson? No, Robbie. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't really remember. He might have only signed like a one year deal. Hmm. Maybe. I'm, no well, way. That's he's true. Free. Then he's he's free and someone should get him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure what where he stands. I have to double check on that. But uh, yes, yeah, so that's kind of where Carolina's at. Um. Let's look to the Bears next because they the Giants have the Bears pick at number yep. seven. Uh, so far, actually, let me see what the Bears have acquired. They've been relatively quiet lately, too. I know they they went to sign a uh, uh, a defensive tackle from the Bengals, and he failed his physical, so they couldn't sign him. Uh, they declined to sign him, but they've. Yeah, they're, this team's in trouble. Uh, they've acquired Lucas Patrick and Nick Nick Morrow, uh, two people I'm sure are high on everybody's list of free agents. Uh, they've lost, you know, they, they shipped out. Um, Khalil Mack went away this year, you know, uh, this this offseason um, as well. Just a lot of defensive pieces, so. Offensive guard, James Daniels, they lost. Defensive tackle, Belial Nichols, already bur- cornerback, Artie Burns. Wide receiver, Jakeen Grant. And defensive tackle, Eddie Goldman. So. I mean, they know. it seems like they know where they want to invest, which as a Bears fan should give you hope. Uh, you have your quarterback. There's you're, you're running with Justin Fields. So now it's time to give him the – weapons that need to get him to the next level. I, I was hoping they were going to, you know what, they still could, but like Jamison Crowder is still available. Like I, I, I think these young quarterbacks, they should look at the bills model model a little more, which is find a guy that in free agency or trade or whatever you need to do that can just get open quick to make decisions easy on your quarterback. And then through repetition and looking at film and whatnot, you know, that that's how the growth, I think, really accelerates for a quarterback, which is the live rep is good and you can get a good rep out of it. But it's when you either make a good decision that's OK 
which is a quick check down. And then you look in on film on Tuesday or whatever, or Monday or whatever. And then you can actually see, oh, I had the deep post open because it wasn't cover two. They were actually running cover one and I had a man free or something, you know, those kind of things. That's when the real learning happens, which is this is what you thought live. This is what actually happened. This is what we know should have happened. Right. So in, in my opinion, the, the bears uh, just, they just need to just keep making his job a little easier. Uh, Alan Robinson was a bust for them, unfortunately. Um, you know, that I don't know what happened. I, I, I guess you can blame Justin Fields a little bit, but it's mostly coaching. I think, you know, to let, you know, Matt Nagy let that happen. 60, <laughs> 60 catches. Was it? Yeah, it wasn't good. It, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't good. Hey, but Darnell Mooney's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. So if they held this pick, uh, they would be in good position uh, to take the first wide receiver off the board, but it's owned by the Giants. So the Bears will be waiting till day two, and they will have a chance to somebody uh, if we're looking at wide receivers. Um, I also think that their their cornerbacks are good. but if you could add another cornerback, I think that would help them a lot. No, no doubt. Yeah, they, they, this is another team that can can go go really no wrong. But yeah, bolster the defense, maybe get a, a true wide receiver one for Fields. His biggest issue I've noticed with Fields is that he holds onto the ball too long, and I don't know if yeah. it's nerves. I, I I really don't know, you know, exactly what the what the sitch is, but it's yeah, <laughs> he's got. He's got a well. The, those Ohio State quarterbacks, man, they they have it so easy in college. I mean, we there's two guys that'll be taken in the top forty or fifty picks probably at the wide receiver position this year, in Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. Right, and they're not the first ones either. You know, like the your alt alt the advantage you have at wide receiver compared to the other team's cornerback is almost always an enormous mismatch. So that's why Justin Fields is like, oh, it's easy. Oh, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, they, every time they say that, it's, the NFL is super easy. That uh, it blows up. It blows up in their face. These young rooks, man. Um, all right. Next up, the Atlanta Falcons, who pick eighth overall this year. Of course, they just lost, as we mentioned, Matt Ryan. They acquired Marcus Mariota. Uh, they have a lot of needs as well. They've also lost Russell Gage. I believe he went to Tampa Bay. Uh, yep. Foyasad. I'm not trying to say that again. Um, there's a couple names I'm not even going to attempt. But the biggest name that they really acquired this year was Casey Hayward. Um, uh, yeah, where to begin with the Falcons? I think now you have to start having a team that you, you're obviously not going to build around Marcus Mariota. That's that his time his time has come and gone. He could could he find redemption in Atlanta? Maybe, but highly doubtful. For me, this team needs uh, you know its defensive needs are important, but its offense it has no offensive identity right now. It is Kyle Pitts and everybody else. Um, I mean, you got Cordero Patterson too, but you don't have any wide receivers. You know, Calvin Ridley suspended for a year. It, they they've yet what Olamide Zacchaeus. I think is their only like wide receiver and he didn't do too bad, but all things considered, but 
you got to start building a team that, you know, it, a, a rookie can kind of come in and, and feel comfortable coming into, you know, the Falcons are definitely in the market for a long-term answer, a quarterback right now. Yeah, definitely. It's, they, they need to make the smart decision as many times as they can. The, the, the patient, the confident, the boring pick, it, get used to that, Atlanta. You're going to have a lot of boring picks. Maybe you get lucky this first year, and just because of just extreme need at the position, you get the first wide receiver off the board. Very likely. I mean, we're, we're sitting here and we're at, what, pick eight. So at pick eight, you know, they, they, they have whoever they want at wide receiver. Whoever they deem to be number one, cool, fun, exciting. Other than that, guys, it, it's going to be a lot of um, turmoil, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of dark times ahead. But hopefully, it'll be worth it down the stretch. Yeah, no, hopefully, 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 for their sake. Um, yeah, it's kind of where I'm at with the Falcons right now. They're another team that can kind of use a little bit of everything, but. Um, yeah, let's get that offense in, back in order, back upright. They let it. They let it slide away. That's the biggest thing is they let it slide, and that's why you know part of the reason why Matt Ryan failed to succeed these last couple of years. Part of the reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Seattle next. Oh boy, <laughs> they uh, they acquired the ninth overall pick with the trade with the Broncos. Um, of course, the Russell Wilson trade, and. I think, oh, man, they have a lot of needs. So their biggest losses, DJ Reed, Jamarco Jones, Bobby Wagner, and Russell Wilson. Their biggest acquirers are uh, players acquired. Uchenna Nawuzo, Artie Burns, Austin Blythe, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, and Drew Locke. Yeah. Um, I think this one's relatively easy too, and that's that's a quarterback. You have some really good wide receivers. You just got a pretty talented tight end. Drew Locke is, you know, they might have liked Drew Locke, but Drew Locke is not going to help you compete in the NFC West. Uh, I, I think I think that's where I have uh, quarterback as the most important position right here getting a guy under center who can get feed DK, you know, you're, you're about to extend DK Metcalf Tyler Lockett's still pretty good in his age. I, I, I think it's, I think it's quarterback. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's funny that <laughs> the next pick after this is owned by the jets, which was previously owned by Seattle. <laughs> so they are currently occupying one spot higher than what they were supposed to be. Uh, thanks to the trade. Yeah. It's, it's 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 tough. Um, I, I would be shocked if they took a quarterback with this pick, you know. But you're right; the need is there. You can't roll in with just Geno Smith and Drew Locke. You have to bring in a rookie. I like Matt Corral for this offense. He's a quarterback for Ole Miss, and he's got a rocket arm. And with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and Noah Fant, like you got guys that can get down the field, man. And you need a guy that can get the ball down there without any issue. And a lot of these quarterbacks aren't the most gifted passers. So Matt Carell's got the most, in my opinion, out of everyone else in the draft, he has the most naturally gifted arm. 
So if they want to pull the trigger at nine, hey, but the smart pick is probably, you know, to match up with their needs, which quarterback, obviously, but then it's, it's edge rusher. Yeah. It's cornerback. You know, they, 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 if they don't take a quarterback, then they immediately switch to defense and just take whoever. Cause honestly, there's not a single position on that defense that I look at and go, nah, they're set. Addresser, oh, they definitely need addressers. Yeah. Cornerbacks, oh, they need cornerbacks. But the, yeah, I mean, but this is what we've been talking about for a while now is, is how bad that Seattle needed to reset. Yeah. Right. They were holding on, holding on. Maybe Russ could do something with this team. And we're going to see, unless they make some serious moves and they draft, they hit just right where these guys are ready for by week one to compete at an NFL level. We're going to see how, how much that Russell Wilson was holding this team together. Right. We're going to see how, how much that, that Russell Wilson did for this, this, this franchise. And we, we, we seen it for a while, right? It was bleeding out. Um, you know, just it, the, the team was bleeding out every single year, losing a big piece, losing a big piece, something that they needed. And this is why that, you know, since they went to that Super Bowl in 2014, that they haven't really been, they haven't crossed the divisional round because of just how, how bad they've, they've been bleeding out uh, of talent. So yeah. Yeah. Seattle's a nightmare. Let's uh, you know what, let's do this. Cause the original pick for number nine was for Denver and obviously Seattle moves up. So let's do Denver here for, for next, even though they're not drafting sure. um, at all, they're not drafting at all. So Denver's <laughs> in a pretty right. They're not, yeah, not in the first round. Um, Denver's in a pretty good spot. I think from a roster position, They've, uh, they're, I mean, their biggest losses, Bridgewater, Locke, Fant, Shelby Harris. They got Russ. They got Randy Gregory, which is yeah. a pretty, that was a big time move. That was a big time swerve and uh defensive tackle DJ Jones. So I think defensively, the Broncos are set relatively. They're, they're in a good spot, maybe a linebacker. But I think Russ needs an offensive line. I think that's the most crucial part of this. I don't love their wide receiver room. I don't. I really don't. But I think offensive line, get Russ an offensive line, draft it this year. And it's so weird for me to say, for me to say Russell Wilson with the Denver Broncos. I'm not used to it yet. But I think an offensive line is there is their key, is their key need right here for this uh for this draft. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. For winter free agency, whatever it may be. Yeah, I think we're we're in a we're in a tough spot with the, the free agency because I think teams have already kind of shown their hands that they they know by by, by the biggest moves today just being quarterbacks like veteran quarterbacks. It, it, the teams are telling you right now like these guys will get signed, but you know they're they're no all stars, they're no all pros or anything like that. So. I, I think they will make the right decision and insist on Cooper collision. No, <laughs> I couldn't help myself. It was, it was right there. I, I, I just, I just think that Denver, um, they can just take the best field player player available and just start pushing things off a little more. Like whatever position you take outside of wide receiver is resetting that timeline so that you don't have to, if you take a linebacker, cool. Four years down the line, I don't have to take a linebacker. Right. Cornerback, same difference. That's that's where the, with getting Russell Wilson now, that's where they're now at. That's the difference a franchise quarterback can make. 
you can reset the timeline to whoever we take at pick 50 something, 60 something. Cool. You know, we're going to reset at linebacker, edge, defensive tackle, whatever. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I think for right now, because I mean, Russ is still kind of on the, he's, he's on the younger side. He's probably past his prime. I think you might agree with me on that. Yeah. Um, but Denver to me feels like a, a team that's in win now mode, not win long term. You don't give up that kind of draft capital for that. So I think what they they really need to look at for the remainder of this offseason going into the you know training camp is what is going to help me the most survive the AFC West gauntlet. I think get that's, after the quarterback. Yeah, get after the quarterback. You're so going to have to protect yours or get after them. I think that's the biggest. Those are the biggest things. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm sitting with the Broncos. Yep, I agree. All right, let's go to Washington. All right, so they lost a plethora of people. All right, offensive guard Brandon Scherf, defensive tackle Tim Settle, quarterback Kyle Allen, Ricky Seals-Jones, Landon Collins, and Matt Lowenitis. Don't know if that's how it's said. I think that's an I. Could be an L. Lowenitis? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, they have acquired Cam Sims. I think they had him last year, though, right? They have Cam Sims last year. Um, was that that dude who caught that like really big time touchdown grab when I was over your house? Who the heck oh, was it? Mm, yes. Yes. Okay. It was. Him. Yes. And they traded for Carson Wentz. All right. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Some, some I actually don't think like, I, I feel like Carson will do better in Washington. Like, I think he can change his perspective about him. Um, you know, there's a Washington has way better weapons than Indy does. And I, I, I like, I'm trying to be unbiased. Like I'm trying to not be like a douchebag kind of sending douchebag. I wanted Carson gone, but I do think he's a better fit where he's at with Washington. This is the first time in his career. He's had a true wide receiver one. And I think him, you know, I think him and, and Terry McLaurin is a really fun match as far as needs go. You know, I think they, have the offensive talent to do something and their defense, you know, it took a, it, it fell off big time last year. Uh, I think for me, it, it, it might be, uh, it's, it, uh, this is tough. It's either offensive line or secondary defensive backs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what the difference would have been between 2021, 2020 and 2021, what's the difference between Washington rosters? And I, I think I know the difference is Heineke had to play the whole year. You didn't, yeah. you didn't, you didn't have fits. You didn't have a guy that you could lean on. You didn't have a guy that could matriculate down the field. <laughs> you know, you don't, you don't have that guy. And uh, now, now they're rolling in with Wentz and you know, the skill set that Wentz has. Yeah. So, you you know how to fulfill this roster in a way that can make him the best player available. Terry McLaurin's a phenomenal start, but I don't think you're done in the wide receiver room. Okay. I think you need to keep going. Um, and then to complement your defensive line, I, I think you almost guaranteed it, it. I would lock in their pick for a wide receiver or cornerback 
today okay. with money. Like whatever you're feeling spicy about, uh, lock it in today that they're going to take Sauce Gardner or they're going to take Garrett Wilson. Who? Who? Ooh, Garrett Wilson. Two Ohio State uh, wide receivers lined up next to each other. That's phenomenal. Uh, I, I do, I do though. I think that to to take care of Wentz to instantly start competing better in your division, you need to learn, learn figure out how to score more points. Because I think the defense will bounce back if the offense can stay on the freaking field. Stay on the field. That's the. I think that's where the biggest issue was, where with Heineke and Alex Smith in twenty twenty, uh, they could stay. I mean, they weren't scoring crazy amount of points, but the offense stayed on the field. The defense was well rested. And they ended up finishing, you know, a top five defense. They were very, very overdrafted in a lot of fantasy drafts this year. And, and but understandably so, but understandably so. Um, I could, I could, I could agree with that with wide receiver. I think their defense is, is okay. I, I think it's okay. And it can't, it can get better. Um, I like the idea of a wide receiver, a second wide receiver, talented wide receiver to really open things up for this team. Um, you know, they're going to get Chase Young back. They had a lot of injuries last year, to, you know, in the middle of the season. They, you know, Chase Young injury is never a good thing. You know, he was right. I mean, he should have been rookie of the year, essentially, in 2020. But he was, you know, the dude was unbelievable. He, right. Or what? Well, he, he was defensive rookie of the year, right? Vince Young, yeah. Mm-hmm. Chase Young, okay. He had to have been. Or Chase Young. <laughs> yeah. Vince Young. Got him old. <laughs> so, so, yeah. That's kind of where I'm sitting with uh, with Washington at this point. Yep. Uh, next up, Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings, Tyler Conklin, Michael Pierce, and Mason Cole gone. Incoming, Harrison Phillips, Jordan Hicks, and Johnny Munt. Um. Oh boy, they're fine at quarterback. They're fine at their offensive, you know, skill positions. Uh, I do want to see was it Irv Smith Jr. He should be back this year. Yep. I, as long as he's still on the team, I'm, I'm I, which I believe he is. He's obviously not in the players lost category. I am excited at the potential of that. For me, it's the it's the defense that that's the ultimate thing for me is this defense. I feel like Kirk Cousins is in a similar situation to what Matt Ryan has had to deal with for several years. Is that his offense can go, his offense can hum, but his defense has not done him any favors. Right. Kirk is not a perfect quarterback. Don't get me wrong, but their defense, you know, has some significant holes. They need edge rush. They need cornerback. They need linebacker. Uh, it's hard. Again, it's hard. Like I, I was thinking about it today. Kirk throws. I, I don't know how many. Like I, I can't see how much his average is, but he throws anywhere between thirty-five and you know, well, let's say thirty and forty passes a game. All right, which you know should be nothing for an NFL quarterback, but if you really, really put it into perspective how much, you know, how painful that is, right? Like, just think about throwing a football 30 to 40 times a game. Again, you're paid that much, you know, a ton of money to be able to do that, but the wear and tear, and, and they're constantly playing catch-up because the defense can't hold off. They're playing against high-actine offenses like the Packers twice a year. Uh, you know, they're constantly finding themselves among, you know, playing against some of the NFC's best. For me, it's 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 defensive needs and probably cornerback. If it, in my honest opinion, they get torched a lot. They do. They had a good defense about four years ago, 
and slowly but surely they lost pieces here or there. Guys just got a step slower. And now they have liabilities all over the field. So I actually think that the the best way to help them compete in their division as soon as possible is to do what the Carolina Panthers just did a couple of years ago, which is invest every single pick on the defense, whatever you have to do, because their safety's not great anymore. Right. Aging, you know, getting, getting over the hill. They, um, what is the name? They're the starter at safety. He's actually really good, but just he's like Harris or whatever. Yeah. He's like 29 or 30 years old already. So, you know, it's going to start slipping. Anthony Barr hasn't been the same since Josh Allen and hurdle them. You know, it's guys all over the defense, which used to be your stalwarts, which are just so, so now Harrison Smith. Is that his name? Yeah, that name sounds familiar. So it, it wouldn't surprise me if um, they're sitting here. What pick 12, 12. Yeah. There is the, the, the superstar of this draft, which will probably fall just because of the position value. Um, Kyle Hamilton, the under name safety. I talked about earlier. It, if they could find a way to land him home run pick, because it's a position of need. It's the right side of the field that they need to address. You know, the defense, like I said, it's just, it's bad. And Aaron Rodgers is still in your division. You know, um, I'm not really scared of the bears, but you don't want to, you know, sit, sit pat while they're getting better on offense. Right. You know, they'll catch up to you quick. Hey, listen, the lions are good on offense too. Like I, I know people don't, it's hard to admit right now, but the lions are fun. And, you know, they had that game-winning drive. The Lions' first victory came at the hands because the Vikings' secondary couldn't stop anything. Right, right. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it was Jared Goff, you know, just 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 chucking the damn thing. And, you know, I, I get it. Teams give up game-winning drives all the time, but uh, not all the time, but, you know, really good defenses can stop that sort of thing. And the, for the Lions' offense, for what it's known as, uh, when you just give it the eye test, it, that should have never happened. Yeah. It never happened. It was a beautiful, it was a masterful drive, masterful mm-hmm. drive. Yeah. So adding Harrison Phillips, uh, I wish him the best of luck. I don't think he's worth all that money. We'll find out. But there's a reason that the Bills, who have a strong defense, let a guy that they drafted themselves go. You know what I mean? So right. that always gives me pause. At least if I was a GM, that would give me pause. Like, why don't you want him? So. All right. Up next, the Cleveland Browns. Uh, this is uh, the Texans pick, but we're going to go to yep. the Browns because it was theirs. Yep. Um, players lost MJ Stewart, Richard Higgins, JC Treader, Jarvis Landry, tight end Austin Hooper. Their players acquired Taven Bryan, Amari Cooper, Chase Winovich, Jakeen Grant, and Deshaun Watson. Whew. Man, do you see? Do you see the, uh, the 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 like public apology? Not like apology, but the public message that Cleveland put out this weekend. Yeah, it's never good when you have to issue one of those <laughs> just to get your fans to be okay with what signing somebody. Yeah, yeah, not good. <laughs> Regardless, <laughs> we, we spent our we spent our time on on Saturday's episode. At least I did, obviously, talking about the whole situation. We um, did. It hasn't changed at all for me, obviously, in just a couple of days. And uh, just to focus on team 
and what Deshaun Watson coming in does for you and what Amari Cooper comes in and does for you, which is they are now back into a favorable position of drafting best player available. There's no needs at any position that I can tell. There's not one glaring need at any single position. I think for me, it's why it's the wide receiver room. I think for me, I love Donovan Peoples Jones, and if he's your two with Amari Cooper, I, I, he was good for Baker when Baker was playing bad. So yeah, th- that is true. I would like to see Jarvis Landry make a return. There were talks that Jarvis and I think uh, was it Fournette. Uh, oh man, there was somebody if if. Atlanta got Watson, Landry, and somebody else were going to go there. They were willing to sign. There's still a possibility that Jarvis Landry sees this change at quarterback and is like, oh, hey, yeah, I'm interested in resigning. You know, yeah. um, it's certainly possible. Didn't they get Hayden Hurst too? They did. They did. He's not really a, you know, a, a huge factor in all this. But for me, I'd like to see another wide receiver. Watson to, to Cooper is a fun combo. I, I think yeah. it could be really, really good, but you have to hit, you have to have others. All right. Amari Cooper it is, he's not the same player that he was three, four years ago. Uh, he just, or even just two years ago, he's not, you need, you need to have an alternate. Um, Cause those defenses in the AFC North are pretty damn good. The Ravens did a good job of rebuilding theirs. Pittsburgh's got some, has signed some good guys and has some pretty pe- good people on there and the Browns schedule. Uh, I don't, which I don't have in front of me, but you're playing on AFC teams who are really good in that cornerback position. So, yeah, I agree. Um, all right, let's see. Next up, we have the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens have been pretty, pretty quiet this uh, this entire period too. I, like shockingly quiet. They did sign a safety. Uh, Marcus Williams and offensive tackle Morgan Moses. Not, not, no, yeah, sign acquired. They lost cornerback Anthony Everett. They also just signed Pat Ricard, their fullback, for a three-year extension um, on Monday. I don't necessarily know why. I know they're a run-first team, but I don't well, you, know. Well, you, you can't run the wishbone without having a, a fullback. Yeah, true. <laughs> and they run the wishbone like 30% of the time, so. Uh, I thought they've done it because there were a couple other signings. I know that they just really list the major players on this, on the CBS website that I'm using as a reference. Yeah. Um, you know, li- interior offensive linemen, offensive tackles. They do need line help, but their, uh, their front seven needs a little work too. their, their pass rush needs a little work too. For it, me though, it's it always, it, it's, uh, because I, I don't know what they're going for. Do we want to see Lamar Jackson progress as a passer? Yeah, yeah, we do. But is that what their team is going for? Like, I want to see Lamar Jackson have a true, like a true wide receiver one. But based on the way that they play, I'm kind of like, oh, should they reinvest in their offensive line? I don't know. It's tough call. 
because if you don't have time to get the ball in your hands, does it matter who's out there to catch it? True. But at the I mean, same time, yeah. if no one's getting open, are there any offensive linemen that can block long enough? To get, <laughs> you know, right. It's, it's one of those. It's the chicken and the egg thing. Yeah. You, you need to know how, how you win in the pass game. And I, I think long developing play action passes is going to be how they continue to win in the pass game. I don't, you'll, I don't think you'll ever abandon this offense as much as I would love to, in a way, abandon it for more uh, short, quick timing passes to right. get the ball out of the hands of Lamar quicker. I just don't think they're going to do that. I, I think they're going to try and stick to what they've been doing. And if that's the case, then their biggest need is absolutely wide receiver. It, it's it's wide receiver and wide receiver two, and maybe even wide receiver three. Because yeah, the, so they took Rashard Bateman last year. Good pick, got hurt, didn't really play until the end of the year. Kind of showed up a little bit for them. So I think they know what they have in him, which is he looks like he'll be a pretty solid player. But Marquis um, Brown is completely unreliable. You know, you need someone to take the attention away from your superstar at tight end. Yeah. You know, so, so you get, you got to do something here to complement Andrews. And I think finding someone that's a good possession receiver is, is exactly what they should be looking for. I don't think they tried the deep uh, speedy guy with Brown and it didn't really work. I think they need to find the guy that, that works more in the 10 to 15 yards, not the guy that's, 15 plus yards down the field that you need a guy that can win in the intermediate. So no, it's a big deal to push the ball downfield. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's because that's the thing like those so, you know, intermediate range, nobody's getting open and Lamar was like, Oh, I guess I got to take off again. And they're, yep. they're punting from like fourth and eight, fourth and nine, fourth and seven. I'm not sure what their average is, but you know what I mean? They're, they should be so much better of a team because of it. And I mean, right now, unless the Ravens do something drastic, I think their Super Bowl window with Lamar has has closed for the time being. But there's a, they need a they they need a serious rehaul in Baltimore, in my opinion. Uh, next up, Philadelphia. All right, they got Hassan Reddick. They lost Hassan Ridgeway. Yeah. Hmm. What do they need? What do they need? Um, let's see here. Wide receivers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very common theme so far as we're going through this. A lot of teams need wide receivers. Yeah. I mean, Freeman was kind of not great. Uh, Ragors, I think, is a bust. Yeah. Well... A, a, a bust saying that he's he's if you can slot him into your two or your three, you're better off. Right. Hmm. Defense. Uh, <laughs> that's the easy one. They need people at all four levels. Safety, cornerbacks, linebackers, defensive line. Well, you tell me. Hmm. I'll go pass rush. I'll go pass rush. I mean, I can't. Brandon Graham. That's it. 
<laughs> and he's 30 he's like 34 right 35 and how old is he hey he's up there he is he's up, up there. there he's been productive down the stretch but yeah the cornerback is a huge need edge is a huge need wide receiver is a huge need good thing they got all these picks they do have yeah they have one literally right after so yeah <laughs> so they have some good spots to, to develop where they where they need to Oh, this is the p- point in the draft on night one that it's just the draft's literally just going to die because they, they're going to make, they're going to they come up with two players. So they're going to take forever. Uh, I know. I know. It's going to be painful. Um, Let's do, so let's do this. We'll, let's do the Dolphins next because this is, they did acquire the, the, the Dolphins pick at 15. Then we'll do the Colts. Okay, we'll go in that order. So the Dolphins at nine and eight, they need they need some stuff and things too. Uh, Miami, they're I think in my opinion, Miami's needs are on the defensive side. Uh, maybe some offensive line help, but I think mostly defense and running. Like running, if they had got a really good running back, I'd be okay with it. They definitely need a running back. Um, they still need offensive line. I know, I know Dolphins fans don't want to hear that, but who's down there right now? I, I think Armstead's down there, like talking with them. They're they're thinking yeah. that Armstead's going to sign. Okay. That helps. Yeah. I'd still say they need more offensive line. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. they, they, they were just so bad at it. The, the, the tackles were so bad and the interior is not good. So yeah, I I say the most impactful position that they need to address is still they, they did resign uh did you say his name? They franchise tag Gasecki. Yeah. No, Which who's the nice. edge who's the edge rusher? Oh, edge rusher. Uh Emmanuel Agba. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. So mitigated the edge need. I mean, could use a safety, probably. But wide receiver is important. Wide receiver is super important to this team right now, I think. Because you only have you have one. And he was a rookie last year and he looked phenomenal. Right. Like way better than I thought he was gonna be. So you're sticking with Tua. So do what you can to keep him upright and get the ball out of his hands quicker. So if it's not if it's not on the defense and if it's not rushing the quarterback or covering the quarterback, then flip to the other side. Yeah, I mean, like I said, their defense was pretty damn good the last two two seasons. So yeah, Flores, obviously, Flores is gone. Now. Right, that's that's the biggest thing they have. Uh, was it, uh, their new offensive minded head coach, um, Mike McDaniel, I think is his name. So yeah. that's that's I mean that's that that's probably going to change. That's probably going to change. Um, yeah. So, all right. So next up, the Colts go through that one. Uh, they need wide receivers. They need cornerbacks. That's and they need a left tackle. For me, though, right now where they're at, oh, it's so tough. I think the most important is cornerbacks. That's something that they haven't really been solid at, and they just they just got rid of. Um, 
Rocky Sin, who's been improving. They just got rid of him. They traded him for Yannick Ngakwe. Uh, the wide receiver room obviously needs work, but there's there's stuff there for them to do. But the Colts' biggest issues the last several years, dating back to even Andrew Luck, is the secondary getting torched. They It happened in the Bills' playoff game. It happened so many times this past year. They're competing. They're doing well. Like even like Lamar Jackson put up nearly 500 yards in a half. Like against against them. Not good. No, no. So for me, <laughs> that's, it's that's my hot take on that. That's not good. No, for me, it's it's cornerback. It's 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 the cornerback position. Well, uh, that might be one of the few positions left in free agency that you can get a meaningful signing. Not saying impactful. I think we're past. I mean, I already said it, but I think we're past the free agents that can be really impactful. Obviously, Teron Armstead signing for the Dolphins would be very impactful for that team. Um, but cornerbacks are ones that are standing out to me right now. Like, there's still a few ones hanging around in free agency that can definitely help a team that doesn't have anyone locked in as a legit number one and number two cornerback. Because obviously you need two, so yeah. If they if they could, because lacking the first round pick, they'll be picking in the second round. Um, the, the, they probably should get some bargain bin free agent signings here to help out the secondary. Yeah, I mean it. it down the stretch though, Matt. I mean, <clears throat> I mean that I know there's playoff teams that, have, like I said, that you don't build your base from free agency, but you can add to take your team across that threshold. Right. So that that's where I think they'll be next free agency. Definitely. They're going to take a cornerback and then who knows, who knows when it comes to day two in the draft. Right. Right. Cause yeah, they don't have a third now because the Matt, the Matt Ryan trade, they don't have a third for it. So they don't have a first and a third. They got to hit in their second somehow what they pick. Who knows? And, Ballard likes to trade up too. He'll he'll sacrifice sixth and seventh round picks for, you know, to to boost up to go. He might upwards. trade back this time. It's trade back, get more picks. That's it's possible too. That is possible too. See where he ends up at. I, I'm not sure what the plan is now. Um, to go in and not hit. He usually hits pretty good in the second and third rounds. The first round, yeah, pretty historically not bad when he has it. But second and third round is where he really—that's where Ballard works his magic, and uh, we don't—we only have the second. So, and as I always say, any GM can hit on a first-round pick. It's the good GMs that hit on your seconds, your thirds, your fourths, hell, even your fifths. Yeah, no, it's the truth. It is the truth. Uh, next up, the Chargers. I think this team might be one of the most—the start of our nearly flawless teams in my estimation they're fine at wide receiver um their offensive line is probably the thing that needs the most work i think their defense is very very well balanced right now um for me honestly it's offensive tackle or or i mean you could kind of live without a tight end they did sign somebody gerald everett that's right i actually think that's a little underrated i think that's a little underrated they have the oldest tight end room in the in the league. Is ever how old is Everett? He's been he's not he's been, that old, is he? He's old enough. 
I, I honestly don't hate the Gerald Everett move. I really don't. I mean, their defense is solid. Mm-hmm. I think the Chargers are a near, I'm not going to say perfect, but a near, a nearly flawless team. Yeah. They locking up Michael Williams. They obviously still have Keenan Allen. They have one of the best pass catching backs in Eckler. Uh, the offensive line is improving, right? It's it's not as bad as it was two years ago. It's yeah, it was getting their, better. Their guy last year. Um, oh Jesus, from Northwestern, I think. Yeah, um, Slater. But yeah, Rashawn Slater. He didn't get. I think he didn't give up any sacks last year. He only gave up one at the most. Like, well, we we called it that day when we were, when we were live on on Facebook. We said. Wow, that's a steal of the draft. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Yeah, it fell right to him. And uh it, it worked out really nicely. So yeah, they're they're I, gonna have it happen again, Matt. I in this I've been using a mock, right? To keep running through players and keep me up on, you know, what what possibilities could be there. Tyler Linderbaum, who I've been talking about for at least two other teams, is still there. And right. he probably will still be there. And then you lock up this stud at center. Like, what? Yeah, they good. Boo, they good. Chargers. Go back to San Diego. <laughs> then you can be good. I don't want another good Los Angeles team. I'm excited for them. We're, I think me and my brother are going to go to the Colts-Chargers game in Indy this year. I, that's what his birthday present's going to be. Aww. So, you want to go? No. <laughs> wow. Okay. See how it is. Uh, next up, the Saints. Who just acquired Jameis Winston? Um, lost Marcus Williams this year. They acquired Marcus May. <sighs> I don't like their wide receiver room. Nah. I think that's probably my biggest deficit for the Saints, right? It still is that wide receiver room. So you got Michael Thomas working back from injury, which I don't trust him. I don't know if he's a top 15 wide receiver anymore. I don't know. He's fallen off over the last couple of years with injuries. He had the surgery late last year. I don't know what kind of player he is. I don't trust Michael Thomas uh, alone anymore. Yeah. I mean, I still really want to see Jameis with him, but I just, I don't trust him. Well, I mean, that's, that's kind of a, a plus then, because if you look at it as wide receivers and an issue with or without Michael Thomas, you draft a guy. Hopefully he's awesome. And then Michael Thomas comes back and he's a lot better than he was because he's not hurt anymore. And then win-win. Yeah, I I agree. Wide receiver, big impactful position for them. Uh, The other one I'm looking at is uh, their interior defensive line could use, could use a little help to help, help the guys, you know, to, to, to help uh, uh, Cam. uh, Jordan. Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> uh, it, you know, he, he's still got juice left, you know, so to, to keep him going and um, you know, the, to keep the linebackers clean to make their below average linebackers a little bit better. I, I would love for them to uh, take the kid out of Georgia Davis. I think that'll be a home run pick. for them. Okay. So yeah, I could definitely see, I, you know, really either of that pretty much pass rush or wide receivers um Steelers up next all right they uh they got Mason Rudolph tons of incentives he's going to be competing with uh Mason Rudolph and Mitch Trip 
Pitsky. No, that is Mitch. Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. That's together. But it's it's Mitch Trubisky's time to shine. And I think he's I, I hope for his sake he does all right. Uh their offensive line is a big concern to me. I think their defense is solid. They got Levi Wallace, uh Miles Jack, which oh my God, what a steal that was. Um I really like where their defense is at. I think for me, it's going to be getting an offensive line. Yeah. Because, I mean, that was a, the big issue last year. They're, they're, they're running back. Uh, oh, God, why is he forgetting me? Escaping me. Not Travis Etienne. Oh, Najee, uh, Najee. Najee Harris. Najee Harris. Um, he was pretty good, but uh, their offensive line didn't do him any favors. No. So, for me, it's offensive line. Tackle or guard. It's 100% invest in offensive line as many times as you can this draft without it being obnoxious. Right. Like, like in out of the first four picks, I would love for Pittsburgh fans to have two linemen get drafted and, and, and their board falls pretty good for this too. I think so too. It, it, it lines up pretty good that they're picking 20th. So yeah, I easily could see the second, at worst, third best interior offensive lineman. I don't think they'll be able to get a tackle unless they feel like trading up, but do the interior guys always fall down the board? And that's that's where I think Najee Harris needs the most help. Up, up The trap game was terrible for them. I remember watching a run random Pittsburgh game and watching these guards pull and try and trap. Ugh, so unathletic, so lackluster and and Najee would just get eaten up because the guy never got to his block he just right. just athletically could not get out there right yeah so offensive line that's that's our that's our biggest thing essentially but they so. also need to look at him at right like they know like it's us and the browns <laughs> like you, you know obviously bottom? it's the Bengals, it's the ravens and then wherever you want to push down the the Browns and the Steelers are way below those other two teams. They could be competitive, but I, I agree. Oh, okay. Now they have Deshaun. I'm sorry. I need to reset. Oh, yeah. Oh, they got Deshaun now. Who probably is going to get suspended for two years. So, <laughs> yeah. Who knows? That, who knows? I would love that. Just um, to continue the, the pooping on Browns. <laughs> Next up, we have the, uh, the New England Patriots who lost quite a bit. J.C. Jackson, Ted Karras. Jacob Johnson, a fullback, Brandon Boland, at running back, and they traded ed, uh, Edge Chase Winovich. Their only acquisitions this offseason have been pretty quiet. Terrence Mitchell at cornerback yep. and linebacker Mac Wilson. Yep. Uh, yeah. They both fit in real well for those schemes, by the way. Right. I Where I'm at right now, I think it's secondary, but also I'd love to see uh, – Mac have a a good wide like an actual wide receiver one to throw to as well. I think he he might be able to get by another year with it if they go, want to go defensive heavy, like secondary heavy. Yeah, because that was some of their issues last year. Like Josh Allen beat on them. Uh, actually, their secondary wasn't bad through most of the year. It's just Josh is that good. But um, but yeah, I would like to see Mac have a true like wide receiver one. Hunter Henry became his favorite target. He spread the ball around enough, but yeah. Yeah, there's holes. There's definite holes. Who is the the one that everyone loves, though, in the wide receiver room for them? It's one guy that everybody loves. 
Is it in Keel Harry? No. Or no, Jacoby Myers. Jacoby, Jacoby Myers. Myers. He's the only one that I would lock in. Like, he's part of your starting wide receiver lineup. Yes. Because he actually, he's a pretty good player. No, he's he's not bad. He's yeah. he's not bad. He's not a household name, but he's yeah. he's he can become one. He can become one. It would not shock me if they don't um, invest in wide receiver at all until like late end round, of third, yeah, end of third round or something like that. Because when the New England Patriots, outside of just having Tom Brady, when they've had dominating teams it's been the defense and they've always had a guy at cornerback right Darrell Rivas Stefan Gilmore like they always have a dude so I I think they will address that as their biggest need um and this period of free agency once the first big wave of high contracts go out this is where the Patriots live this is this is their comfort zone this the 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 end of all the high paid guys and now it's the bargain guys and they they find them they plug them in because the system's proven guys show up they instantly become better just because you don't have a choice either you either you you work out pretty good and and dedicate yourself or they're gonna kick you to the curb man It's it's true. I mean, they yeah. well, they got Malcolm Butler back. I think I seen today. They they, they got him back. Um, it happened today. I think it happened today or yesterday, very okay. recently. But uh, you know, Butler's no Sprite Chicken anymore. But he has a veteran presence. But yeah, it's Patriots got a little bit of work to do. He's uh, toast. <laughs> next up, the Green Bay Packers, who uh, acquired this pick from their trade of Devontae Adams to the Raiders. I think this one's pretty easy as well. I think that Aaron Rodgers needs a wide receiver to throw to. I mean, right? <laughs> they got Robert Tunyon, who's a tight end, but it's like a wide receiver. It's Randall Cobb. It's broken 30-plus-year-old Randall Cobb. Matt, we're having a podcast that we said last year and the year before and the year before. We're just re- The Packers is just save this clip. Added to next year's free agent talk. I bet just you, yeah, I know, right? Copy and paste. Just copy copy and, paste. and paste. They're taking Kenny Pickett 22 overall. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> it, it's the most dire need. And I mean dire. Dire need. And you're literally wasting Aaron Rodgers again. Like, you, if, if, I mean, I know Devontae really wanted to go for personal reasons and stuff, but. Man, if you're spending all that money on Aaron Rodgers in this time, yeah, you got to get him some help and make the most of it. You well, have to. I just, I just gave him Traylon Burks from Arkansas, so <laughs> <laughs> not a bad start. We'll see if they actually pull the trigger on it. Um, next up, the Arizona Cardinals. We'll go the, uh, we'll go the Cardinals route here. They lost some talents. They lost Chandler Jones. Christian Kirk went and got paid. They lost Chase Edmonds, but they have their guy in James Conner. They lost Jordan Phillips and linebacker Jordan Hicks. I think for them, it's defense. It's ultimately defense. I know, like, and I wonder if AJ Green signed. No, I think AJ's a free. I would look to pick him back up if if he's a if he's a free agent. But for me, it's either offensive line or defense because Kyler Murray's health has been the biggest concern and the biggest detriment to the team. 
biggest biggest detriment is is has yeah. been his health. Great passer, one of the best scrambling running quarterbacks that they have. He's so shifty and quick, uh, but staying upright has been his biggest issue. Yeah, their wide receiver room is literally just DeAndre Hopkins and. Eh. <laughs> eh. Right, but but that doesn't necessarily necessarily mean that that's their most dire need. I, I do think their most dire need is pass rusher. They won't get one in free agency. Those oh, are they got JJ Watt, bro. Oh yeah, I forgot. My bad. <laughs> Did you say TJ or JJ? JJ. That's right. Put some respect on it. He's old. As far as old football players go, he's really old. And guess what? He didn't stay healthy again. Shocker, I know. <laughs> um, they got to they got to go pass rusher in the draft. And as far as the rest of free agency goes, they could definitely use another cornerback, but not nothing too crazy. The, the, their biggest issue is going to continue to be this that. I think Kyler is going to tease them enough that they're going to stick with him right up until that fifth-year option, and they're going to be there just like the Baltimore Ravens are with Lamar. That's kind of where I see this going. Right. Because they're going to look at other teams and go, oh, I wish I had this dude, or I wish I had that guy. Meanwhile, Kyler's not bad enough to just outright cut because he's not. No, he's he not. Started, he started off super strong last year. So and the, those injuries piled up. So. Yeah. And I don't think that's offensive line related. I literally just think that's him. Play style. Yeah. It's just him. He's a small dude. That's true. Who loves a run. So. <laughs> Next up, we're going to go to the defending NFC East champions, the Dallas Cowboys. All right. They've lost a lot and they have gained absolutely Nothing. They did just uh, re-sign Jaron Curse, Jaron Curse. They just literally just like a minute ago on recording. Dexter Lawrence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They lost Randy Gregory. They lost Amari Cooper, Cedric Wilson, and Connor Williams. Lyle Collins. Did you say him? I'm sorry. No, I did not. Yeah, and Lyle Collins. Oh shit! You're right. I did. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um, this site needs to update itself a little bit. Yeah. As far as players acquired, though, they. You know, they almost had Randy Gregory back, but they don't. Um, so I think I think <laughs> I think for me, it's that, that their offensive line. I think they have nobody to really rush, rush the passer right now. They have nobody. They're fine. They're OK at wide receiver. They got their guy. They got they got C.D. Lamb and they just paid. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Not Gallup. Was it? They did no. pay Gallup. It was Gallup. That's right. But you got to have a pass rush. Their their biggest issue, one of their biggest issues last year, was they could not get to the quarterback against good yeah. teams. Well, if they need an edge, they're in a bad spot, baby. Yeah, you 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 are not finding one, and I can tell you that because the Bills were roughly in the same position last year, and they did take one. They took Gregor or so, and he did play well, but you're talking about impact and after the, what I just went through going through all these available players for the draft, there's nobody left now. So if that's really what they need and they say that, then they, they need to get up in the draft. 
But I, I, I don't think that's smart either. I think you have Dak, you have wide receivers, you have Zeke, you have a pretty good offensive line, you have plenty of good pieces on defense. They'll take the best player available. There's no dire, dire need outside of edge, in my opinion. Uh, they did lose Xavier Woods, right? So yes, sa- yes. safety is an issue. Uh, but Damn, safety, they lost a lot. Holy shit. It, it's the cost of paying Dak in a wide receiver and a running back. You can't do all that. No, you can't. So, it's tough. Better, you better hope Zeke runs his ass off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That's another issue that is going to have to be addressed in the coming year, at least next season. Offloading that contract, maybe getting rid of I don't know. He's just, he ain't it. Yeah. Uh, next up, your Buffalo Bills. All right, they've had a really, really good offseason. Biggest, uh, you know, biggest signing was the the Von Miller uh, signing. Yeah, yeah, Daquan Jones, a defensive tackle. Tim Settle, yep. a defensive tackle. OJ yep. Howard, Roger Saffold. Uh, they have their backup quarterback situation very, very well taken care of. Yep. Jordan Phillips is returning. Uh, for me, it's offensive line. That that's their biggest need right now. Guard. They need a guard. Yep. They need guard and they need depth more than anything. Their depth has taken a hit. They've released, they released AJ Klein. That was their number one backup linebacker for both positions, whether their middle went down or their weak in Milano went down. AJ Klein was the next guy up. That needs to be addressed now. Yeah. Um, cornerback. You got Trey white coming back off of ACL. You just let Levi Wallace walk. So cornerback's a huge issue. Uh, looking forward, uh, next couple of years, your safety tandem will probably be broken up at some point. Jordan Poyer is only signed through next year, I believe. Right. Yeah, they're they're in a tough spot, and they they know it. But they also know for the next two years where all their money's going. So that kind of helps in a way. So, yeah. It, as far as free agents go, I think they're done. And then uh, as far as draft goes, they'll take best player available. It's either going to be offensive line or it's going to be a cornerback, in my right. opinion. The depth of this wide receiver class, they'll take advantage of. That's that's a strong stance I've taken with the Bills Mafia. I try and tell them all the time, I might be wrong, which would be fun, but I'm like, I don't see them taking a wide receiver with the first pick. I just don't. Yeah, I, I don't think it's necessary. They could have a decent one fall to them, but I don't think it's necessary. Yeah. Uh, next up, the Tennessee Titans. All right, they lost Saffold. They lost Julio, Janoris Jenkins. They acquired DeMarco Jones, Trenton Cannon, and safety A.J. Moore. Uh, I think their offense needs a uh, another a, a look over, especially wide receiver. A.J. Brown is so good, so good. But after him? Bobby Woods. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. They did get Robert Woods. Um, I don't know Come, how well that's coming work. off of ACL. <laughs> I know. I don't know how well that's going to work. They only traded them like a six round pick for him, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Defense. It's it's their defense was great last year, like so good. So I'm not like really concerned about their defense. They didn't really get torched too much. I feel like the 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 Titans' problems were lack lack of offensive production. I think it goes back to what we talked about. I forgot who we talked about earlier, but the uh, the the oh the for Washington, their 
offense couldn't stay on the field or couldn't, yeah, couldn't stay on the field and the defense couldn't stay off of it long enough. I think that's really where the Tennessee Titans issues came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, linebacker is high on the draft needs according to draft network. So that makes sense to me. Their secondary seems good. Their pass rushers seem good. So I, I think they want to, they don't want to lose their fastball, right? That's a good, that's a good catchphrase for all of you to memorize. Think yeah. of what your team does well and your GM and your head coach and everyone working together needs to make sure that never goes away. You need to know what drives you. That's perfect example. New England Patriots had Leonard Fournette in for a um, visit, meeting yeah. today, a visit. They know exactly what drives that team. It's the run game. So you bring in a guy that knows your system, boom, done. Yeah, that's that could be a really big move. Uh, all right. Next up, after the Tennessee Titans, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who've lost Alex Kappa, Jordan Whitehead, OJ Howard. Um, oh, the one I think that was it, there's center retired Jensen. Yeah, did he retire or he come back? Which one retired? No, Jen- Allie, Jensen. Allie, Jensen resigned. Ali Marpet retired. Right. Ali Marpet. Um, they got Shaq Mason, they got Russell Gage, and they got Logan yeah. Ryan. Their offense is fine. Their defense is fine. Their offensive line is what I'm most concerned about because Brady did lose two of their most important pieces um, to that offensive line. He tried to get Kappa to come back, and Marpet was way too way gone. I, I think it's it's replaced like really replacing those offensive lines and, and keep giving Brady extra time to do stuff. Right, Gronk's going to come back probably. Yeah. Won't surprise me. Their wide receiver room is fine. They they locked in. Chris Godwin for like a three year, 45, $60 million, something, somewhere between there, big, big time deal. Um, but you got to keep Brady upright. That's, that's one of the biggest things uh, going forward with this team. Yep. I agree. It's uh, the only way that this is going to work again. Right. If Brady doesn't have time, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's going to be all in vain. So, um, so, all right. So that is Tampa. We can skip over a couple. Let's go to the 49ers. Okay. Let's take a look at the 49ers next. All right. They have acquired Traverius Ward, Oren Burks, Hassan Ridgeway. They lost Lakin Tomlinson, DJ Jones, Raheem Mostert. I think that they're going to be coming back this year with Jimmy Garoppolo under center. It was rumored, it was said, to, reported today that the Colts were interested but there was major concerns about the status of his shoulder. Um, he just did have surgery um, on the, you know, uh, over the last, uh, I think it towards the end of the season, there is some concern on that end. So I, th- I think their defense is honestly operates really, really good. I think despite some of the pieces that they may have lost, which weren't like, okay, sorry more updates um, weren't like significant. I still think this team is, is really good. I, I think I would maybe like to see another offensive weapon at wide receiver. And actually that that's not even that bad either. Now that I think no. about it. No, because, well, it, it's, it can it's the upgrade. Sh- well, it's the Shanahan offense. So you're not looking for the same kind of wide receivers that other teams are. Right. That's the reason why Debo Samuel became a name last year. Most systems, Debo Samuel 
doesn't have nearly the production he had. So if you're, if you're looking to capitalize on Trey Lance, right, let's look forward now. Trey Lance, it's got a cannon for an arm, man. He's, he, he will, once he finally takes the reins and, and is part of the, the rotation of starting quarterbacks in the NFL, he'll have a top 10 arm. Right. Like right away. So how do you take advantage of that? Definitely go out and get yourself a speedy wide receiver. There's several still available um, in the draft. There's several probably still available in free agency. Um, if that's what they're thinking, it, it's the Niners are tough because they're such a system based team offense and defense that I don't think there's outside of Fred Warner. I, I can't think of anyone to me, I guess, Greg Kittle, but there's nobody that stands out as take him out of that team, put him on another team. And he's a superstar. Still right. a lot of the other guys are, there's a lot of, you're in the good system. They did a good job of understanding what you do well compared to what they want on their team. And that's how they've built, you know, John Lynch has worked very well with Shanahan. So they're a hard team to peg down right now, as far as, in my opinion, as far as what way they're leaning going forward here with needs. So wide receivers a need just because you could always use another one. And same thing goes with cornerbacks. You can always use another cornerback, but the cornerback room, as you get towards the end of the uh, class here, the the draft class, um, you're still good probably for the next round or two, but I, it, it's tough when when I, I like I've said on previous podcasts, I would love to know how they figure out how to weigh these positions. You know what I mean? Like, how, how do you love figure to be out the fourth, the to be fourth cornerback compared to the fifth wide receiver? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I would love. I really would love to learn their processes. Everyone's different too. So, yeah. All right, we are down to our final four teams that we have to look at. So let's start off with the Chiefs. All right, they lost to Ron Matthew, Charverius Ward, Austin Blythe, and they've acquired safety Justin Reed. I think their defense needs a nice look. They have been coached up very, very well, uh, but their pass rush is is weak. I, I'm I'm not super fond of their pass rush, personally. Yeah, not not great. No, it's it's not scary. No, it's not intimidating. I think that's been one of their biggest issues. And for them to um for them to be able to uh you know succeed in this AFC West that's become so much more, you know, complicated, uh, you need that. You certainly need that. I think that's where they're lacking is their pass rush, edge rusher linebackers. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. I do want to add they, they're fine at wide receiver. They did just get Juju Smith Schuster, who should be good. He's really he's a really solid wide receiver, too. Not a great wide receiver one, but an excellent wide receiver, too. Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey are going to open a lot of things up for him. That's I think that was a really, really good signing. Can't wait for the TikToks. Uh, <laughs> next up, Cincinnati Bengals, who have actually had a low key, really good offseason. All right. Uh, they lost Larry Ogunjobi. That was the one who failed the physical with uh, the Bears. CJ okay. Azuma. Um, they acquired offensive guard Alex Kappa, Ted Karras, and uh, and safety Michael Thomas. I think the Bengals are don't have to do too much more. Maybe maybe add to their cornerbacks. I think that's probably the biggest thing for me. Their offensive line is pretty solid, but I would like to see them add to their secondary. 
add to the secondary because you had a lot of one-year signees, a lot of guys that had to prove it down the stretch. There's no outside of uh, Bates. There's no, in my opinion, locked in. You have a stud at X position in the secondary. So definitely address the secondary. Continue to address the offensive line. Don't don't let that become an issue. It was very bad. So d- if you can find a guy in the second day of the draft that's a quality interior guy, they should take him because you don't need wide receivers. You don't need tight ends. Well, I guess maybe you need tight ends. It's not a great tight end class, though. But, no. um, yeah, just keep Joe Burrow clean. Keep letting those wide receivers dominate down the field by giving everybody as much time as possible because their defense will never be as good as their offense just because of how good their offense already is. So that that's don't lose your fastball there and try and try and fix up this defense in a way that it's um, a little scarier. I'm not scared of the Bengals. Oh, they got Lyle Collins too. I think I, I, I can't forget about that. Bengals did get Lyle Collins, right? They yeah. So yes, they, they have so. so Jackson Carmen was playing left. He'll probably switch to right. Then Lyle will go back to go to left. And they also signed a guard early on in the draft who will play left guard. I still think they need another guard. But obviously a much improved spot from last year. Oh, insanely improved. So I thought they would have improved it after Washington destroyed Joe Burrow's leg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they were a little hesitant on that. And obviously they paid for it a little bit. Um, all right. Next up, the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, they have Devontae Adams, which is uh pretty cool. That was their biggest acquisition. They also got Chandler Jones at edge, Rocky Sin at cornerback, Bilal Nichols at defensive tackle, Darius Phillips at cornerback, and Anthony Everett at cornerback. I think, oh, man, I think for me it might be offensive line or linebacker biggest needs. You got Adams, Renfro, and Darren Waller as offensive weapons. Derek Carr, mm-hmm. this is the best team that Derek Carr has ever played on, ever played on. But keep them upright. So I'm going, I would say offensive line or linebackers is where I, I really think the Raiders need to improve. Yeah, their defense is not nearly as good as they would like it for acquiring a player like Devontae Adams. It would be nice to know that when you acquire Devontae Adams, that was the final piece of your offense. Now you can focus on defense. I yeah. think there's not enough difference makers on defense. You have Max Crosby, pretty good. And then outside of that. Oh, they let go of the one dude too. Carl Nassib. Yeah. Well, yeah. saw that coming. Yeah. Um, I mean, at wide receivers in this draft, I mean, they're still there. Um, so, ooh, interior defensive line. If you if you're talking just sheerly, just what will they do in the first round? I I I would put money on their addressing defensive line. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's that's probably a good move for them as well. But yeah, I'm looking forward to what this Raiders squad brings uh, this year. And our final team, our final team, we made it through all 32. Whew. Thanks for sticking with us, everybody. <laughs> the Rams, they have lost a lot and gained nothing. <laughs> uh, they've lost Von Miller, Darius Williams, Austin Corbett, Johnny Hacker, Andrew Whitworth retired. I think that I would invest if I'm them. I'm going, I'm investing in a, in the pass rush, the front seven again. I think that's to lose Von Miller, you know, Aaron Donald can't do it by himself. There's still some talent there. Don't get me wrong, but sure. I, I, I think that front seven pass rush is where the Rams really need to address. They're fine just about everywhere else. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know. <sighs> Odell Beckham will be late coming into the team coming up an ACL repair in the Super Bowl you know right. what I mean as late as you possibly could pick it for the for the season um wide receiver might be a good pick for them but the Lions own this pick so technically when I'm talking here they're they don't even have a first round pick no they don't so yeah it's it's gonna be tough they're gonna have to be patient um They'll, they'll probably be one of the teams kind of like New England, which is they're going to they're gonna be signing a whole bunch of bargain guys here. Come in and compete. Yeah. Yeah. Get younger, I guess. Uh, F them draft picks. I know that's how they feel, but <laughs> well, um, just at, least, get some, at least the first couple. At least the first couple. But yeah, get yeah. some people to compete, and I think they'll be all right. But, I agree. Uh, um, and yeah, we got to replace punter, Johnny Hacker. Goodbye. Yeah. Hoping the Bills sign him. <laughs> But um, but that is it, everybody. We got through it. All right. This is a lengthy episode again. Thank you for everybody. Brian, thanks for sticking through it with me. I know we were talking about like petering out after like the 16th, but uh, I'm glad we we stuck to our guns and finished it up. Hey, uh, now, now all eyes on the draft. All eyes on the draft. So next week, our first mock draft, 2.1.0. That's what we're going to call it. Um, so be prepared for that. Mock draft next week. That is it, everybody. Uh, on behalf of Brian and I, till next time, the two point conversation is good. Yeah, spot.